It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm Erin Greger. Today, I have a very special guest, my friend, Brooklyn Calloway. Brooklyn, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm really glad to be here. I've been looking forward to it for a couple weeks now. I know. Well, it's always good to connect. Unfortunately, we have to connect over podcasting versus lunch or something, but I'll take whatever I can get. I know you're a busy woman. Uh, Brooklyn is the owner of Brookie Lynn's Bungalow. Now, it might sound like one company, but there's like 10 companies within that one company. Uh, She is everywhere and doing everything, um, you know, from a perspective of she's got Bungalow U, which is a Facebook group, and she's got the university within that, um, where it's a group and a mastermind of people learning marketing skills. She's got, um, I'm going to mess all this up. You've got the Bungalow, which is this great little place in Frisco, Texas. This is where I live. And you rent out that space. Uh, she is mm-hmm. a bingo queen. Is that your label? Mm-hmm. I don't know what your official label is on bingo. I prefer but- <laughs> Okay, bingo pimp. I like it. It's even better. But like, yeah, you're doing local groups of of bingo, and then you're doing virtual events of bingo. And you are the host. And that is why you're here today for the host of the podcast, The Guts to Fail. So I I love all this. You are a true entrepreneur. I think you between you and your husband, you guys like own Frisco. (laughs) Maybe just our bubble. (laughs) But somebody was driving the street. Yeah, there and there's a barber shop that opened up, and it's a gentleman, and I I think his name is Brooklyn, and he rented this space and started a barber shop, and I kid you not, I get asked at least three or four times a week, "Oh my gosh, you are opening a barber shop? You do everything?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, I don't. I don't cut hair and I don't shave faces." I don't do that. But anyway, so there's two Brooklyns in the real district. Yes, there's a line that I that I have. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, there is a line. So I know you were working a lot in the online space and you launched the Guts to Fail. And I want to get specifically because when we before we started recording, you're like, Aaron, I want you to know that this isn't, you know, I, I don't have it officially out everywhere, but you're recording close to every week, if not every week in your Facebook group. So Talk a little bit about your podcast and the strategy behind it and and being completely transparent and honest and and talking about where it is now, like where it's located now, how you're using that location, and then what you want to do with it in the future. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, my... I don't know if you know this about me. I think you probably guessed, but I'm like a very dive face forward into a pool with no water kind of girl. And I don't take time to read or figure it out. I'm just like, I'm going to do that. And I Google one thing really quick. I'm like, okay, that's good. So on Bungalow U, I wanted to have a... Everybody always says that your group and your page has to be different. You have to offer something different in your group than what you offer on your page. And I heard that somewhere or something. You may, may have heard it from you. I don't know. But I was like, okay, well, I bookmarked that. And I thought, what am I going to offer? Then somebody else interviewed me on a podcast. And they said, basically, you have the guts to fail. 
And I was like, damn, that is a good name for a podcast. And I was like, yes, I have the guts to fail. I really don't think about failing. I just go forward. So I don't really think it's guts. It's more naivety or however you say that. But still, I rolled with it. And at the end of the day, I try a lot of crap. I don't analyze or, you know, think too much past. I'm just going to try this and see what happens. So I called it the guts to fail. And I thought I need to interview other entrepreneurs that and figure out where they had the guts to fail and how that contributed to their success. And it's just being transparent here. I want to interview people that they have coattails equally as impressive as mine or more so. I, I, I like to help others for sure, but from a business standpoint, if I'm going to interview a business owner, it needs to raise the bar. It needs to be someone that has experienced success that we can all be inspired by and learn from. And so I started using StreamYard. That is my location. StreamYard um, is free and it allows me to pull someone in and change the camera views and whatever. And so then we download that audio for the last 24 episodes, 24, it hasn't been weeks because it's not every week that I have a guest, but I try to. Um, so then we, we download that audio and we just kind of save it over here, right? But someone else very smart said, Brooklyn, you can't just have your interviews on Thursdays live at 10 a.m. in your private group. Only those people see it. But... I thought, well, this has to be different, right? So I can't just put that everywhere. Well, Patrick Ganino owns a company called Social Tuna, and he is my confidant and a mentor. I love talking to him about stuff. But he said that I needed to get my virtual assistant to make assets from the downloaded. So she makes little snippets for both IGTV and the newsfeed sends it to them and says, thank you, and sends a thank you letter with the assets and encourages them to post with even a suggested post. So now they're actually able to share that content. Duh, I hadn't even thought about that. And then we upload it to YouTube and we um, link the full video outside of the private group on YouTube in a playlist called The Guts to Fail. Then we take those assets and we schedule them on LinkedIn, pin them on Pinterest, and leak them on Instagram. And so my past 24 episodes that have never been shared on Instagram, little snips are crumbs leading to the person I interviewed, which then they end up sharing. So it's a visibility post, but it also is letting my followers on Instagram know that I do something else and then leading them back to my Facebook group. And then, of course, in my Facebook group, I, I capture the information with a, you know, um, uh, group leads type thing that, you know, saves all the information, the three questions they answer. And then we send automatic emails to them. And it's just this whole life online that nobody even knows is happening. And I can't even believe I just spilled all that out because I remember looking at you and thinking, but she has all that content. She does all those things. And now I have some of those things too. And it's legit and it feels good. It's like all automated. It's great. So I I don't know if that was the answer to the question. (laughs) No, that's perfect. I love it because it's different, right? So it's a a value add for your group, but you're using those snippets to lead to the group. And I think it's brilliant because most people, okay, I, I do a podcast, video, audio, whatever. 
pop it up on YouTube. I throw the whole thing on YouTube. I throw the whole thing here. But I love that it's really um, this value add. Have you seen the group increase because of the podcast? Yes, for sure. A lot of the people who are being interviewed, they get, you know, um, a lot of lead time on, hey, this is your date. They pick the date that they want. And then we send them information that they can post, graphics and stuff like that, to get their people to join the group to be able to watch them live. So that, and then when we share it, we're seeing an increase. I I just, um, yesterday, and this was a big day for me, so just to, you know, transparency, I had 11 people want to join my group in one day. And I was like, wow. And I think it has to do with the fact that we just in the past two weeks on Thursdays started sharing or Tuesdays started sharing the assets that we made for the people. And so I have seen my group grow and, um, out of all the strategy, we came up with a strategy on try it Tuesdays. Um, you know, all the, the days had themes and we came up with 12 weeks of content. I recorded try it Tuesday wins, um, posts based on questions I had been asked and I would go into Facebook groups like Frisco Area Business Moms and see what people were asking. And I would take those lyrics, you know, of, of what the people were saying and say, Hey, not very good at that social media thing. Cause that's what they said. And then I would answer a, 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 a question that they had. So anyways, came up with all that. And out of everything, my Thursday live stream yard interview, the guts to fail was by far the most, the highest traffic on my group, the most engaged with the biggest reach, um, most common, you know, it was one million times bigger than anything else I was doing. So I have all that content but um, it wasn't being received as well as the live interviews with real entrepreneurs doing real things and really struggling and overcoming challenges. That's just what everybody really likes to hear about. So that's great. And then Eka, my assistant, we've decided we're taking all the audio. And I also heard from someone on a podcast, I like to, you know, uh, shrink my body and increase my mind. And I go walking and listening to stuff. And I came home and it said that you can't just launch a podcast and expect your schedule to work every single week at this time. So you have to pre-record all this content. So that's what I feel like I've done. Now, Now you just, before this, you said um, on Spotify or something, I don't know that yet. I don't know where to put the thing, but I know I've got it. I've got the 24 weeks of content um, ready to go and I'm ready to launch, but I'm going to be calling you for that because I I don't know what to do next. So I might have some questions. (laughs) Um, No, absolutely. And I do you. So that's a really good point, too, because a lot of people have questions. Do I do live? Do I do recorded? Do I do video? Do I just do audio? Yada, yada, yada. When you do the lives, and again, this is value add just to be there and and see it live for your group. Mm -hmm. Do you also Mm -hmm. let them ask questions and, and get those questions while you're live? Um, yes, we have. We have done that. The biggest issue with that is the platform that I'm using. People have to allow StreamYard to have Facebook permission in order for me to see who's asking the question. So if there's a question, I might say, okay, we've got a Facebook user that has a question, but it's weird because I can't address address the person. 
Um, so what I've found is a lot of people, they'll watch live, but they'll comment later and I'll go back in in which it just increases the engagement. But I want to square that circle. I want to fix that problem. I do let them ask live and um, for actual podcasting in the future, I'm actually sitting in my studio that's becoming a podcast studio and my virtual bingo recording studio. Um, and for my e-courses and my big whiteboard wall and all of that. But I, and you all know this, I, I'm getting um, a Sure microphone with the little colored buttons that will preload my commercials so I can edit while I'm doing it and just stop talking and push a button and it says a commercial. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so anyways, I, I, I know a little bit. And I, it absorbs, but that's the only thing I know. I don't even know the where to get that. I just know I'm going to get that. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, Amazon pretty much. I don't know if they have that one exactly, but I know they have everything. I, I get a lot on Amazon. Um, no, I think it's great. Now, have you seen it? also increase the other parts of your business like are you you know you're you've got this unique blend of people can rent out the bungalow people can i mean you've built this huge brand of bingo and you really started doing it online originally uh and then moved over to um moved over to to in person once life kind of resumed again have you seen an increase between businesses because of all this too because of the podcast you're doing and just connecting and and utilizing it yeah, a couple of examples come to mind that were completely like out of left field. Somebody um, contacted me and asked if I took title sponsors for my bingo event. And I was like, yeah, give me the money. I'll, I'll tell them all about your massage therapy class or whatever it is. And um, so the thing is, is when they contacted me, I always, well, not always, I've started asking, how did you hear about me? And she said, oh, I'm part of your group online, Bungalow You, and I watch your interviews on Thursdays. So I was just interested. And while you were interviewing, I was on my phone looking up your Instagram and stuff, and I saw that you did bingo. And then there was a video of all these people at bingo, and I thought maybe I could sponsor that. So just someone listening to an interview on their phone, on their computer and on their phone, curious about who I was, what else I did, um, ended up, you know, being a, a title sponsor of a really large event for me. So that was huge. And then that my business has increased. Um, this was a couple weeks ago. Um, one of the people I interviewed, uh, shared an asset and that someone that saw the asset, the, 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 the snip, the little video, the, the assets kind of a, you know, technical term or whatever, um, saw the video on their friend's thing. She was a photographer and she ended up booking um, two, not only a Volkswagen bus membership, which is like $1,500, but also a house membership. It's almost $2,000 in the lifespan of the membership. So $3,500 in business came from interviewing someone, sending them a thank you with a little snip, them posting it, linking to me, that person seeing it, and I made a giant sell for it. I was happy. I thought that was a good day. <laughs> yeah. I would have been very happy with that too. Off, just in, 
do you enjoy the? I mean, I know this could be, but do you love doing the podcast? Like what was like, I want to do a podcast and versus like, what has the experience been doing the podcast? Um, I'm a social person and you know, when COVID hit, um, in what you said, I'm not a corrupter or anything, but I started face to face bingo started at face to face in person because of COVID. I had to take my sold out March 16th bingo of 20, 20 and turn that into a virtual. And I had six days to figure that out. Um, I did not have the guts to fill at that moment. I was very going to pee my pants. I was nervous, but I did it. Um, but my point is, is I, I miss people. And a lot of times I'm recording an e-course right now and I sit here for hours or I go to a coffee shop where no one knows me. I try to go to a faraway one and I, I sit by myself and I second guess, did that sound good? Did I write that right? You know, so I wanted to, to connect with other entrepreneurs. Um, and just a little side note, one of my friends that was an entrepreneur, she, um, she moved away and we used to, uh, walk to El Dorado and back. So I live on North County and it was, a, it's about a two and a half mile, you know, four miles, uh, back and forth. And we were going to start a podcast a long time ago of all the crap that we talked about on that walk to El Dorado and back. And we thought that was kind of fun because El Dorado is the lost city of gold and, you know, whatever. And we're sitting here trying to, you know, chase the gold. And, and so anyways, I really just, I wanted to fulfill that that thing that we had talked about and that whole entrepreneurial spirit. Every time I go walking, I listen to podcasts and I hear other people talking about these great things. I'm just I I'm a consumer of that information. I love it. I I I love it. I just need to come to terms with it. I love social media marketing and everything about this. Um but this allows me to be social. Um even when I'm by myself in my studio. <laughs> and I do love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, there and there's it's this connection point too, right? Like, I mean, even you and I, we know each other, we talk like we'll see each other, like, hey, but it's just this ability to connect to talk business. You know, I love talking business with friends. I yes. I love it. Like it's I love it a little bit too much. Where it's like, Aaron, can we just talk about? I don't like to get deep and personal. I just like to talk business, right? It's like take me to coffee, and you and I will talk business the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, so I absolutely. I'm going to take you up on that, but I just, um, it is such a. I don't think a lot of people really real. You know, they're like, I'm just going to go interview some people, but there is this power to connection. And you know what I just thought of too, in the sense of the guests, like your $3,500 day. Just, I mean, this, this is what's so awesome about podcasting. If you would have reached out to that person and been like, Hey, can you post this thing about me? They'd be like, I've had them reach out to me and ask for stuff like that. You know, like the MLMs, Hey, can you just share this post for me? And I'm like, go away. Right. Nobody's ever going to share. No. Yes. No. But like to have this person on your show, to be able to feature them and to send them that snippet and be like, Hey, can you know, Hey, share this out because obviously it's best for them. But then you happen to get like, it just, I, I'm not sure there's many different ways you can really do that effectively. And, and it really is a win-win, right? Like you're, they're sharing for them and it really is a win for you. And I just, I love that perspective of it. Um, 
it, it, has there been anything that was like you weren't prepared for or kind of took you by surprise by starting this and doing it where maybe you had to course correct a little bit or, um, you know, you had a, a plan A, but really had to figure out plan B either quickly or even in the middle of, of while you've been doing this? Um, yeah, uh, the podcast or the audio file is only available for download for so long. So I just thought that I was just going to go back and do it later, you know, so that, that was kind of a, a bummer because there are some that I don't have. Now, granted, I'm kind of a, on the other side. Those were some of my first ones where I was sucking it hard. You know, it was like horrible second. Yeah, I just sucked. Um, so I don't even know that that came out right, but what if the hell ever? I don't know. So, but the first, the first like four or five, I, I don't have the audio for because of that reason. Um, and I'm okay with that because they were, you know, they were my first few. So, but that, and I, when you, you don't know what you don't know. And the more you do, the more you realize you don't know anything. And so somebody came, um, I have a meetup group, DFW Social Media Marketing, and a guy came. They had a podcast, okay? And it supports his wallpaper business, which is totally weird. But his his podcast is something like Fixer Upper, okay? He named it that before you couldn't name it that or something like that. So he had this crazy popular podcast because of what he was able to name it. And his commercials were all about his farmhouse wallpaper. So it would basically talk about the episodes and then not only that, they would transcribe those podcasts and turn them into um, blog posts, then take those blog, blog posts and turn them into chapters of an ebook. Then he would hyperlink crap and affiliate link it. Now he has an ebook and the affiliate links are making money and the ebook's making money and the podcast and the, it's crazy how you just repurpose the crap you've already got. And it's, it's insane. But I will tell you, one of my favorite things to do with my podcast is go back and pick out topics that we've talked about or things that they've said and use those things that other people have said to, to springboard off of that for a, you know, Instagram TV, like, uh, me just talking and saying, this is how I feel about that or a blog post or a micro blog on Instagram or whatever it is. I like taking the actual raw content that's created in real time and repurposing that um, little snips. I don't like turn it into podcasts or uh, blog posts, but anyways, it's insane what people do and it's amazing too. And it's smart. I just don't have enough hands and arms for that. Well, you just need more VAs, but are yeah. you talking about Gary? Um, I think it is. Gary Leland. Gary. Are you talking about Gary Leland? Yes. Yeah, Gary's awesome. Gary, Gary's a very good friend of mine. He's gotten me down many rabbit holes of like right now, Bitcoin, all of that. He's a big Bitcoiner. But yes. Gary is that perfect example. Like he would just be like, I'm going to try this and he'd try it. And it felt like everything he touched was gold. But uh, yeah, he's an awesome guy. But so true story about this podcast, why I'm recording this is I have had on my goal list to write a book about branded podcasts forever, right? Uh -huh. And so, well, not forever, probably like six, seven months now. And it was like, okay, I want to, you know, I've got my mm -hmm. own clients I know they're doing, but I want to like talk to other people and figure this out and how they're doing it. And I'm going to have these conversations, right? And once you start a podcast, you're like, every conversation you want to have, you're like, well, we might as well record it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <It's, laughs> might as well record it and share it. 
But that's exactly how I'm using this is to record these, you know, get get more access and um, write the book, like use these interviews as a way to write the book. And like your way, I you know, yours is very different than a lot of people. A lot of people, it's a standard. I'm going to have a podcast and record it. And, and like I said, I love that you're using it in a different way. And I love that you're brutally honest too. Like your first episodes weren't that awesome. Although I bet you a million bucks we can figure out how to get the audio off if you really, really want it. Okay, but thank you. It's up to you. <laughs> if, they're, if they're living somewhere. What was that? I said, maybe. Eka's like pretty frustrated. She's like, but we have 22. We need the other ones. And I'm like... No, it's cool. I mean, the universe is saying I didn't need those. She's like, no, that's not what it's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Saying we have to work harder. Right. So what's the future of your podcast? And are you, do you foresee any changes in the strategy or just um, continuing to go along like you are and and anything that's going to come up or change as as you move? Niching down. Uh, as far as the people that I'm choosing, I just got done with the rail district series, which the rail district is the railroad tracks to North County to Hickory to, to Walnut or whatever. It's this little historic area and it's very upcoming area of Frisco. Um, we have a lot of unique businesses down here, very successful businesses too. And so I interviewed specifically rail district, um, um, entrepreneurs And that went really well. And it was shared a lot within the rail district. And a lot of people want to come down here. So I loved that. But I want to have series where I interview this type of, this type of entrepreneur and have, have five of them together where I'm asking them a lot of the same questions, but I'm seeing like you, how different people arrive at the podcast, you know? Um, so you're, you know, so I, I really want to niche down, um, niches make riches. And I, the, the only reason why I think niches make riches for me is that, you know, your audience. And so it takes less time to market your product because you know, who wants to hear it. You know what I mean? And if you're just like, man, you speak to everyone, you say nothing, you know, you're not, you're not providing any value to people if everything that you say is very generic in general. And as an entrepreneur myself, I started out as an English teacher in 2013, quit. And where I am today, there's there's no way I could have, I didn't even know what I didn't know. I didn't know. I would not, if you would have told me I was going to be here, even where I'm sitting in my house, then no, I wouldn't even have had a concept of that. It's like, it's just foreign. So I really love the guts to fail in this, in, in that aspect is I like interviewing people that started from something very different and dove headfirst into what they're doing now. Yeah, I like it. Now, one question too, as you're talking about niching and and talking about the rail district very specifically. So a lot of people, even when they're doing it for business, they, they feel like they need Joe Rogan numbers and to get Joe Rogan numbers, you need Joe Rogan style guests, right? Like huge names, yada, yada. Have you found that with even the more niche, like obviously somebody, not just a entrepreneur, but a Frisco entrepreneur, and then specifically a rail district, you know, entrepreneur, very, very, very niche. Do you find that those, I don't want to use the term smaller because that's just horrible, but the more niched guests are doing a lot more sharing and pimping of the content that you give them because they're 
they're usually more excited about stuff like this. Does that make sense? It's not like, yeah, yeah, this is my 7,000th interview, whatever. Right. But do you find they share it out more for you and, and work to really get people excited about their upcoming interview too? Yeah. I think that's a balance that you have to like, you know, straddle. You want someone with a presence, but you want someone that you're also going to be helping through interviewing them. Because if, if this is seen as an asset to them, which is why we call those little snippets assets, um, they might not have a virtual assistant to do all this stuff for them. So, wow, I'm going to have a recording that I can post and it's already formatted. Thank you. If you, I want people that appreciate that, but I also kind of like I said before, I want someone with coattails equally as impressive or more impressive than my own, but not so impressive. Like you said that they're like, this is my seventh thousand interview. I don't need this. Um, they begged me to do this 12 times. I don't want those kind of people. And that's not my vibe. I am a community, um, uh, um, Builder. Yeah, I am all about building my community, speaking life into my community, getting people to come and see it. The Rail District is a vibe and this is my bubble and I get outside of it. But you're right. I think that there is enough business to go around that especially, you know, in the Rail District, something else you asked me about in the future. I hadn't even thought about this um, telling you this, but because I interviewed all Rail District merchants, I want to share that series with the independent and study mentorship program in the high schools at the, at the schools, because they're local businesses that have been made, you know, become successful. So by sharing those stories and that interview with those classes, we're reaching the next generation and they can kind of see what's working here in Frisco, what's not and and be inspired by people that are actually in their community. I love it. I love the multi-purpose perspective. Um, I just, it's really incredible. So it's awesome what you're doing. Uh, if somebody wanted to, let's send them to, well, let's send them wherever you want to send them to, but bugalow you especially so they can hear or watch the podcast, where mm -hmm. should they go? Okay. You could go to Brookylands Bungalow on Facebook, Instagram.com, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube. You can find the whole Guts to Fail series on my YouTube channel. It's all Brookylands Bungalow um, with two N's and I-E-L-Y-N-N-S Bungalow. Um, and then Bungalow U is attached to Brookylands Bungalow. So you can link to it from my Facebook page and you can get to all of it from my website as well. So BrookylandsBungalow.com would probably be your favorite, your easiest place to go. I love it. One more question before you go to, mm -hmm. I want to ask how mm -hmm. much time on each episode do you, on average, mm -hmm. does your VA take to do the clipping and the post like the posting like what what on average are you budgeting hour wise for them to do it just so people have an idea of the effort behind what all you do yeah at, well when when you're first figuring it out and trying to come up with an intro for it and an outro and what you want to say in the in the youtube um description um it took a little bit more time but once you get all that um i would say maybe an hour at most and that's just her downloading it, the time it takes to download, uploading it into the system, adding the intro, adding the outro, uploading it to YouTube, describing it. And she does um, she does break down the, you know, high points like at zero to six or whatever. And um, then she uses keyword search terms, you know, those kinds of things. And then um, 
I'm maybe an hour, hour and a half, and that is creating the assets. And the most amount of time that it takes um, for creating the assets is really um, has to do with finding the clips we want to use. Um, so while I'm interviewing, I always have a piece of paper next to me and I'll write down the minute marker of things that they're, you know, saying so I can clue her into, hey, I really like the clip that starts here. And so that really reduces the amount of time when you know to be looking for that. Um, so we try to be as efficient as possible because there's only two of us, but you're right. I just listened to a podcast that says I need four. So I guess that's what's next. <laughs> No, it's good though because you hear all that and you're like, oh my God, what is this? Like, a, Is it like 40 hours a week just on one podcast? But I love that how uh, condensed it is. So mm -hmm. Brooklyn, thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining me today. I appreciate this. I love your perspective. I appreciate you taking the time uh, today to chat. And uh, all of this, all the connections to Brooklyn will be available uh, on the notes page for this uh, episode over at AaronGregor.com. So go over there and check it out if you want to connect with her or just shoot me a message and I'm happy to connect you. So uh, Brooklyn, thank you so much. It was My so pleasure. awesome to see you. Great to see you. And I'm going to hold you to that coffee because I need oh, someone to talk business to. <laughs> for sure. Thank you.